Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 50 of the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news, and of course, we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Denzel, joined by my amazing co-host each and every week, starting off with the boy, Goopmaster Flex, to my right, aka Manny. What's going on, bro? You're a no-stay goop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta say, you know, Monday through Friday, not even. Seven days a week, 24-7. 24, oh, okay. 24-7. You said 25-8, yo. 25-8, there we go. Buck. <laughs> Bro, you once you unlock the power, you your eyes will be opened, and you'll see a new force within. Uh, when's okay. the book dropping, man? Damn. <laughs> Man, he about to turn into uh, this dude Gator from uh, from. I need Dave. either a book, or I need you to like start a chain of fortune cookies with like your quotables on them. That's not a bad idea, you know. Yo, these quotables are get... about to be like, like all the other quotes. Thanks, The one within is not within without the one in. Wow. Okay. Um, what the? <laughs> so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Goodmaster Flex. Uh, moving on. We got uh, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Chris, a.k.a. Mr. Holy May 25th. Shit. What's going on, Chris? Hey, you know, as I always say, same shit, different toilet, y'all. Uh, it's a good day. Good day. Long day, but a good day. Okay, for sure, it's definitely it's a good day, guys. Game. This is our this is our fiftieth episode. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, you guys, are, you guys are watching on the YouTube channel. You'll uh, you'll see. You know, we got things looking a little different here. It's different, little different uh, setup. Yeah. You know, like I said, I got Manny over to my right. Got Chris uh, down below. Shout out to Chris for setting this uh, overlay up. So, hope you guys like it. Let us know what you think. You know, we changing up the logo and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, but for this fiftieth episode, we got we got definitely a couple things to talk about here a lot of a lot of pretty granular topics um you know we're going to get into the the metaverse and what the what the heck that is and what that means for gaming um also a couple stories around a new marvel game and microsoft partnering up with sega but before we get into all of that stuff chris you already know what it is take it away (sighs) i haven't done that in man more Felt good. Felt good. All right. All right. Icebreaker, y'all. <laughs> um, two months left in the year, right? And uh, obviously, there's going to be at least a few more gaming announcements. But what's one final huge one you think we get before the year is over? Could be at the Game Awards. Could not be at the Game Awards. Could just be uh, you know, a tweet. Could be, you know, whatever we get. What do y'all think is going to be before we hit 2022? What are we getting? Hmm, hmm, okay. You want to start it off? All right, I'll start it off. I'll start it off. This kind of goes back to a smaller conversation we had on the pod, I want to say, a few weeks ago. Very small, minute conversation. Uh, I think we're going to get the announcement of another revival of a franchise. I don't know why I feel this in my gut. I really do. I think they're going to eventually say some Castlevania shit. In some way, shape, or form, I think that franchise has got to be on its way back. It's got to be. Okay. I, the more I think about that shit, man, 
It's like literal money just sitting right there that they're not doing <laughs> nothing with. The, if y'all gonna find time to make a Bayonetta sequel, to make serious Sam sequels, hey, yo, stop playing. Stop playing. But Sam's serious, yo. I know. I know he's serious. But I ain't serious about that game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it's because Sam's staying gooping, that's why. Oh, I'm just saying. There's there's just... Stop playing, yo. Y'all got Unreal Engine 5 sitting out there and all this new bullshit, bro. Give Castle... Matter of fact, I have to ask this question. Who who owns the... Is that Capcom? Castlevania? Who, who no, owns Konami. That? Konami. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we I, got some I, Kojima shit still supposed to happen at some point, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, oh, but Kojima and Konami, that relationship is dead, bro. That's not gonna happen. What happened was Kojima was gooping, but Konami wasn't, so <laughs> they kind of split. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I'm surprised there hasn't been a sequel. I mean, we got the Castlevania series that actually been a hit. I'm sure that catch some popularity, and why not cash it in with a nice little Castlevania game? Maybe start a little uh, series there. Um, to kick it off, I think but, the problem is uh, Konami's focus is just not on not traditional there. games right now. Like they're 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 making a lot of money with mobile games and uh, and arcade stuff, and I think they're comfortable with that for now. And obviously, you know, we at least with the announcement of Silent Hill, it seems like they're willing to maybe license out or like partner with third party developers to start making stuff. So maybe we might get something, but. Chances are it's going to be it's a long just, way out. Because mm-hmm. it's this, I don't, I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those mm-hmm. games that just kind of sits on the shelf and truly makes no sense. It's not a game that like sold horribly or something in the past or has this bad reputation or it, there's none of that. So I'm like, why? I don't know. I've seen way lesser games get sequels, and yeah, this shit just you. blows my mind. <laughs> like serious, it Sam. <laughs> it's more about the company than the game itself, though. That's that's really what I boil yeah. it down to, right? Like, if I don't know if Ubisoft or EA, like for for all the shit that people give both of those companies, like if they own those franchises, there you already know there would have been another Castlevania game out, right? Like, so yeah, it really. I mean, I don't know. It kind of taking a long time to get Splinter Cell going, so. Hey, I don't even <laughs> no, yeah, don't, don't, get, don't get started on that, bro. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for them to make. Like, I want a Splinter Cell game, but I don't know if I do want a Splinter Cell game. As far as where Ubisoft is right now, but it's a conversation for another Might time. Around and get a Kingdom Hearts three. You're gonna have a, oh, a free to play Splinter Cell, you know, Battle Royale, Sam Fisher. I, oh, I I need you to not. I need you to stop trying to speak that into. I mean, actually, I don't know if I'd be that mad about a, a battle royale like Spies versus Mercs if they did it right. But I just I know that we've said things in the past on this podcast and they've come to light. Let's let's taper that conversation down a little bit. Moving <laughs> yeah. on, Manny. What is your answer for the icebreaker? I feel like in the last couple of years. We see Microsoft come out with hitters. I mean, two years ago, we got the Xbox Series X. Last year, with Perfect Dark. I feel like this might be a time to show maybe a little piece of what Coalition's working on. Maybe a little teaser of, like, a new IP that they have. Or maybe, like, a Gears. I know Gears is going to be a far stretch because, like, 
they just finished working on like all the DLC for Gears Five, and they're actually starting to work on Six. But if we, you know, are lucky enough to get like a little glimpse of what they're working on next, I would be I would be satisfied with that announcement. And I'm hoping that would be like that big announcement we got at the Game Awards for Microsoft, because like I said, every year they just don't miss. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're definitely not wrong. I actually think. I think we're getting maybe like three or four big announcements from Microsoft at the Game Awards, in my opinion. Mm. But um, but yeah, I would love to see something from the Coalition, like mm-hmm. if especially if this rumored like Mandalorian thing is happening, if they're even remotely responsible for anything related to Star Wars, like I would love to see how the Coalition goes about this. They did say they're they're ways out with their next game, and it's gonna you know whatever it is is going to be using an Unreal Engine five. So to get like mm-hmm. a taste of that. Yeah, that would be really fucking huge. I would be very excited yeah. for that. Yeah, definitely. So, mm-hmm. so considering I said that Microsoft, I think Microsoft's gonna gonna go ham pretty much at the Game Awards. I do think there's gonna be a number of announcements. So, I'm gonna pivot away from Microsoft on this one, and I actually think Sony might hit us with a pretty big announcement around this whole like PlayStation and Netflix um, partnership that, you know, we've heard about, Uh, you know, this, this past week, actually Netflix uh, just announced or just released, I guess you should say they're like Netflix games thing. Um, I think right now it's only on Android. So I don't think it actually works for iPhones just yet, but it's been pretty bare bones off the rip. Like there's a couple like, (laughs) <laughs> like 8-bit uh, fucking uh, Stranger Things uh, games and whatnot. Sam's on there. Oh, God. Serious Sam. Hey, man, you never know. Down the road. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think I think Netflix has heard enough about this whole, like, Game Pass being the Netflix of games thing. And uh, I think, you know, they want to dip their toes in the water a little bit deeper than just a couple 8-bit games. This is clearly, like, a first step. And I can see the Game Awards being a place where you know, Jeff Keighley in particular would maybe want to partner with them to help kind of have them bring out announcements, especially attached to Sony. Um, maybe we might be seeing, a, you know, some sort of a Ghost of Tsushima type of uh, Netflix game or something. That would be kind of cool. So I think I think the Netflix and, and PlayStation partnership might grow a little bit. Or, you know, maybe we'll just get some other type of announcement. But I do think Netflix in particular will have a bigger announcement by the end of the year, specifically around the Game Awards. So that would be interesting, but we got about Netflix, man. I'm not even gonna lie. We gotta see we gotta see how Netflix goes with this first batch of games they got. You know, that shooting the back no <laughs> the hoops game. I forget what it's called. They shoot they shoot hoops. I think they're just proofing the technology, right? <laughs> I think it's just like let's just put it out there. Let's get some really silly games. Make sure that the streaming works; it doesn't break or anything like that. And then I think once they put the app on, an, on sorry, on iPhone, they might start throwing more games on there because you know it's yeah. it's easier for them to test things out on Android. Um, also, there's the whole like the whole situation with how Apple treats like gaming, game streaming services, and all that stuff. So I think they're they might be biding their time so they can work something out with Apple, and then they're gonna like actually push some really good stuff out. So fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> Coming out with a controller, Netflix. Yeah, I doubt it. You think they will? Nah, I doubt it. Because like from the looks of it, it's just like mostly like mobile games that you can easily play with your thumbs. Right, and I think they like, would rely screen. on like people using like a PlayStation or an Xbox controller because their phones already support it. I, 
if I was Netflix, I wouldn't bother wasting the money on like that kind of hardware stuff. Cause then you have distribution and all this different stuff that Netflix is not good at right now. Like if I'm, if I'm them, I'm just focusing on the streaming aspects and that's it. I was just thinking about like how it would look like if somebody was just literally just trying to play on their big screen in the living room or whatever. Mm. But I got mm. you. Be interesting, that's for sure. Maybe I mean, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on Netflix. You know, they're they're trying to make their play, and uh, obviously, every everybody and their mother is making some sort of play in in gaming right now. So, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But um, but yeah, we'll get to our first story here, getting into the the topics for the week. So, uh, we're starting right off with apparently a new Marvel game that's being made. Um, we don't know for sure what the game is or what character it's tied to, but um, the big news is that. Amy Hennig is actually going to be like spearheading the project. So for those of you who don't know who Amy Hennig is, she's, uh, I think she's best known for her work on the, uh, the uncharted games. Um, she's mm-hmm. an amazing storyteller. And obviously we know how things have gone with uncharted. That's a absolutely fantastic franchise. Um, but yeah, word around town is, uh, that Amy Hennig is making a triple a game, uh, for, with Marvel games and sky dance, new media, which is, um, I don't know if you guys know, like Skydance, I think they've they've partnered to make some Walking Dead material in the past. So I think they're they're pretty big on like Skydance. Mm-hmm. Skydance. Not to get confused with Brain Dance, you know. No, no, no. I'm just thinking I remember their logo on a lot of the comics from before I was. Right. Reading. Exactly. The yeah. Walking Dead comic in particular is one of the ones that they worked on. So yeah, they're they're I think they're big into comic books and like also like adaptations of comic books into games and, and other forms of media. So this is definitely going to be very interesting. Um, but there's an article from, let's see here, from Windows Central here. And I think they got a quote from Hennig saying, I can't imagine a better partner than Marvel for our first game. So it looks like she's actually building this new studio. Hold on. Let's see here. Yeah, Skydance New Media, I guess, is, is a new thing, a brand new studio that Hennig is is spearheading as well as some former EA executives. So, you know, there's some there's some industry veterans there. Good chance that it may be something pretty big. Uh, so she goes on to say that the Marvel Universe epitomizes all the action, mystery, and thrills of the pulp adventure genre that I adore and lends itself perfectly to an interactive experience. It's an honor to be able to tell an original story with all the humanity, complexity, and humor that makes Marvel characters so enduring and to enable our players to embody these heroes that they love. Now, again, you know, like we mentioned, Amy Hennig very critically acclaimed the the fact that she's made the Uncharted games, which are amazing, and we've seen, you know, where that franchise is going right now. It's a big deal, and I I'm really really curious what like hero it is that that she gets to you know work with. Like, it's clearly not going to be an Avengers game because we already have that. Yeah. Um, that Guardians of the Galaxy game is apparently getting very good reviews. Uh, I'm I haven't gotten a chance to try it out yet. I may I may try to pick that up maybe like around the holidays or something like that if it goes on sale or mm-hmm. not. But very very good reviews. So you know it it seems like Marvel's gonna Marvel games in particular is gonna continue to kind of spread the wealth. Like I think you'll definitely still see obviously the Spider Man stuff stick with Insomniac, but it seems like it's kind of a good thing that you know we're getting some diversity of, of studios and whatnot. So, with that being said, you know, what do you guys think of this? Is there a particular hero that you'd like to see her work on? You know, considering she's she's ha- she's done such great work with like a very single, uh, like single player, like story focused thing, such as Uncharted. So, what would you guys want to see? Maybe I'll start with you. 
Hmm. You know what we haven't gotten in a while is a Blade game. And that was, you know, with the movie coming down sound the line soon. I mean, I, we know this game is in very early development. So who's to say maybe we get a Blade game sometime in the future from, you know, Amy Hennig. I would I would be definitely down for that. Especially, you know, I'm excited to see my boy Marshall Ali. Marshall Marshall, there we go. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that wrong, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely, you know, excited to see a movie. And I feel like one way to like, you know, extend that uh the Blade series itself is doing, you know, gaming. And we see like some games like the uh Spider-Man games and you know, who knows, maybe that Wolverine game will smack two senses from Insomniac. So I feel like that'll be like a good way to kind of like you know, bring that out, make make it more popular. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, Chris, what do you think, man? Um, so I saw something I want to say like a day or two ago, and it, I didn't read the full article, but they were suggesting that it should be like a daredevil thing, and I was like, I like that, but then I don't like it because here's the reason why. So for like for daredevil. I, I I love the idea of them taking that character, fleshing it out really well, telling a really good story, because his universe is better at storytelling than a lot of the other characters, in my opinion, right? However, there's the other part of me that's like, man, why has it got to be in a video game? No, why do they keep trying to, like, segment him, like, off from everything and not just give him another really good movie? Because I think he deserves that, but, like, I don't know. Either way... If they gave him a video game, I think it could be Marvel's version of like a Gotham Knights kind of style game. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of the tone, the, the grittiness to it, the darkness. And I also think they would get a lot of the fluidity of the fight stuff down easily. If you think about how he fights, it's not like Spider-Man, it's not like Batman, but the way how the mechanics in those games work and him doing his thing, mm-hmm. I, I can see it. I, I could easily see it. I know. think it's very much like Batman. Like that's actually literally what I would envision for that is like Arkham Knight style fighting. Um, and I'm glad you brought up the Daredevil thing because that's what I was gonna get into. Was um, yeah, there's there's a pretty heavy rumor out there that it, Daredevil is going to be the character um, that they're making the game around. And I <clears throat> I'm very excited for this because I do think that Daredevil lends himself perfectly to a single player narrative driven game. Um, you know, if you guys have seen the the Netflix show, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's all you need to know right there, right? That game I mean, yeah. that show was amazing and it's unfortunate that, you know, they couldn't flesh it out any further, but um yeah, I I want that. I I really really want that. Uh I yeah. I, I really can't see this being another like team up type of game, right? I don't think it's going to be based on the X-Men. I don't think it's going to be like a Fantastic Four thing. I actually think that, and this kind of makes me sad if it is Daredevil, I, I actually think that they could very specifically be straying away from any of the, like, any potential movie tie-ins. Like, we talked about this before. Marvel Games is clearly not trying to set things up so that they coincide with movies at this point. The MCU yeah. and Marvel Games are, like, completely different entities, right? I mean, as evident with this Guardians of the Galaxy game. They didn't use any of the same actors, even though Chris Pratt's been voice acting in like everything on Earth. So you could have easily made him Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. I think it was very specific that they didn't do that so that they sat on their own as their you know own entity altogether. Yeah. So 
yeah, like it, it kind of sucks, but yeah, Daredevil is something that I could see. Um, selfishly, someone that I would love to see, and I, I know that this is going to happen, so before I say anything, like I'm going to say that. Gambit is easily one of my favorite <laughs> heroes in the X-Men, and if they could make a fucking like, story-based Gambit game, dude, he is one of the baddest motherfuckers in, the, in Marvel. Like, Ah, and the fact that we still don't have anything yeah. from him. His powers are top five, too. Just in terms of cool aesthetics, he has one of the best powers. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even the fact the powers looked cool, and then he was so cool using them. He'd just be standing there with the guard and just... Yeah. He was, he was yeah. just the epitome of cool, bro. He's just mad yeah. smooth. Yeah. Like... With the chain, remember when he used to have the chain and he used to do it with that? Bruh. He had the chain. He had the staff. Yo, Gambit was that dude, bro. Yeah. yeah. No. That'd Can we get a Channing Tatum? Chill. No. Chill. No. Chill. No. Chill. <laughs> Maybe I want a sexy Gambit. No. I don't, uh, I don't want chill. No, no big daddy Gambits, bro. No. Uh, I want I mean, a gooping Gambit. <laughs> I mean, he can still be sexy. I just don't want no... I don't want Channing Tatum. I want go get Troy Baker, who voices literally everything in gaming, to voice him, and uh, I'm cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. Troy Baker's literally voiced like every character there possibly has ever been in gaming. I'm pretty sure he voiced Batman at one point. I'm pretty sure he's voiced uh-huh. Spider Man and one of the, like some of the older Spider Man games. I think Shattered Dimensions. I think he was in. I don't. Even, I'm not. I'm not sure. But yeah, get him and get me a game. But game stat boys. Oh. See, oof, man. the thing about the Gambit thing that's really cool too is they barely. You gotta really be a fan to know his his story and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't really go into that ever, really, in any capacity, mm-hmm. except for if you really read the comics and stuff. But even in like the animated series, every so often they give you a little taste of what Gambit's about and they give you a little bit of knowledge about where he's from or whatever. But they have never ever. <laughs> really put like true spotlight on him the way how they've done the other characters. Yep. So like how do I put this? Hey, I, I would I would wager. I ain't got a lot to wager, but I would wager that you know how when Black Panther came out, it was a sensational hit, mm-hmm. but a big part of why it was a sensational hit is because unfortunately a lot of the mainstream folks didn't even know he existed until they kind of like made him a mainstream thing. I feel the same way about Gambit if they did him right because it, if you talk to a casual, they know the X-Men. Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't know Gambit. Like, right. nerd people know Gambit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... I would push back I on know. that. I would push back on that solely in the thought that the Black Panther thing was cultural. And it I'll was like... Th- like, I'll this was like, okay, this was, like, culturally one of the first Black superheroes mm-hmm. in comic books. So it made sense for him to to have his movie and all that other stuff. So even though people didn't yeah. know about him, it was like, there's an appeal here. Gambit, he's not like, he's not going to get his own game because it just, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like he, he is, he is very strictly tied to this one universe, right? It's not like you'd very mm-hmm. often see him like out and about doing his own thing. You don't really see like Gambit comic books. Like he did have like, a, I think a couple runs on his own, but like, he's not a well-known guy. So like, yeah. as far as money goes, you're not gonna make a thing about him, but man, he's a badass dude, bro. Yeah, it just would be introducing him to so many new eyes that mm-hmm. just like don't even have an idea that mm-hmm. he's a thing. 
I think when I, like you see him, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think when like Marvel, or, yeah, when when Disney and Marvel finally make that X Men movie, like I think they are going to put him in there. And I think once that happens, like a, I think they're going to cast him really well. We're di- we're diving into like completely different territory, but I just <laughs> want to say this real quick. Uh, a, I think they're going to cast him really well, and B, I think they'll cast him in such a way that he will be one of those people that people like audiences are going to fall in love with even though he's not going to be the focal point of the movie because like that character is just that type of dude so mm-hmm. yeah yeah a lot of his screen time went to guys like Iceman and shit in the other movies you know what i'm saying like and i like Iceman in terms of the comics but like movie Iceman was a hit right. except for that one scene when he went full Iceman and i was like yo that shit was kind of hard i ain't gonna lie even comics like hard man ain't, ain't touching a candle to gambit bro gambit Gambit is the most badass dude in X Men aside from Logan, and like, yeah, makes me mad. Makes me mad. But like, he's got more swag than Logan, though. That's the thing. In Logan terms. is just a badass in terms of like, he's visceral, and you don't fuck with Logan. You know, what I mean, you get the impression like he'll stab like anybody type of thing. Whereas Gambit, he's the dude you look at him, you're like, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I'm secure and shit, right? But like. I kind of won't be like home, yo. Like, like that's Gambit, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's the ladies' man, he's a smooth talker, he's all those cool things, and it's just like, damn. Give me a Gambit game, guys. I want it. Yeah. Ugh. Imagine the dialogue in those video games, bro. If they got the right voice actor and the dialogue was how it needs to be for his character. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. He would be everything that's not corny about fucking Dante from Don't Make Cry. That's the last thing I'm going to say. You know how Dante is very cringy sometimes with his voice acting? Totally, some, totally, some of the lines are bad. He totally very is. Very bad. He totally but is. Like, but like, yeah. It yeah. would be the better, better version of that. Because we can't talk Imagine about Imagine him with anything. a trish and all that. Come on, man. Like, you dog. got me. Uh, dude, right, well, and, I, and I love Dan, Dante too. Like, Dante's that I dude. I do too. But like, but he he's is corny mad sometimes. corny. He's mad corny. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, Manny, what were you saying before we move on? I was going to say, you know, I like how you mentioned at the beginning of the show, many things we speak coming to light. Who knows? You got to sprinkle in that little goop and stuff in. And... <laughs> I'm with him. It's a lifestyle. Goop <laughs> oh, man. I'm done. It's the other way. It's the other way. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next topic, guys. Um, so we got some, so that's pretty big news. Monday morning, I would say. Sunday night, I guess, because um, you know how 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 time frames work as far as uh, the companies involved. But got some pretty big news out of Sega and Microsoft. So to be very clear, I'm going to say Microsoft and not necessarily Xbox. Um, apparently they're they're partnering up, and I'm going to read off a little article here again from our our, our friends at Windows Central. Um, so reads Microsoft and Sony, Sony, Microsoft and Sega. Microsoft and Sega announced a strategic alliance on Sunday. In a press release, Sega confirmed that the partnership will allow both companies to start exploring game development using the Microsoft Azure cloud infrastructure. This partnership will also aid in the development of Sony's previously announced Super Game project. What's that? You said Sony again. Oh, Sega. Oh, well. It's close enough. No. Uh, Sega's previously announced Super Game Project, which is currently years away from launch. So uh, let's see here. There's a quote from 
Sarah Bond that says Sega has played such an iconic role in the gaming industry and has been a uh, tremendous partner over the years. We look forward to working together as they explore new ways to create unique gaming experiences for future using Microsoft's cloud technology. So this whole like super game thing, I honestly had never heard of this before. I was just going to ask you that because I'm yeah. like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, uh, but apparently they did they did announce it. Um, it just kind of flew under the radar because like Sega hasn't really done anything huge except for the Yakuza series, I guess, recently. But um, but yes. So continuing on, Sega's super game is focused on a few key pillars, such as global online community and IP utilization. I think when they say IP utilization, I think they're talking about like uh, like Sega's IP, like intellectual properties. And to me, I read that as, and I, we're getting a little ahead of, oh, you know, this is this is really the next topic. So I guess we're all just going to, fuse this all together here but to me that reads like so sega's making a, a metaverse of their own and like i when i hear ip utilization i think like okay they're gonna throw all their different um properties in there so like sonic will be involved i guess people from yakuza would be involved um honestly i can't think of any other sega properties off the top of my head uh Mega Man, is that sega no that's capcom sorry um yeah, it's just really weird. Like all, all of this is weird and it's def- it definitely like shook up Twitter in particular when it happened because a lot of people had a lot of questions. Um you know, again, like I said, to be very clear, this seems like a very specific partnership between Microsoft and Sega. And the reason why I kept saying Sony is because this harkens back to the same partnership that Sony has with Microsoft around the utilization of their cloud gaming stuff or the, their cloud infrastructure. So we know that Sony is using Microsoft's cloud infrastructure for them to build whatever future uh, cloud gaming thing it is that they plan on doing. So it sounds very much like the Sega partnership is in this same vein. Um, a lot of people kind of hypothesize that this could mean we'll get more Sega games on Game Pass and so on and so forth. We know Sega's relationship with Microsoft has been increasing due to the Yakuza franchise. We've seen all the Yakuza's uh, pop up on Game Pass. So it wouldn't be too surprising to see that maybe the Sega, uh, sorry, the super game thing might pop up on Game Pass. But I want to hone in on this this uh, super game thing. Chris, you had a, you know, your face showed a lot of reaction there. So I want to get your take on what you think this is and what questions you might have. So go for it. Um, I'm really struggling not to think it's just, just some super buzzword that they wanted to use, right? Maybe they really have something cooking. But then when I think about like something where they're mushing all of their stuff into one with all their IPs, I don't, I don't see a game that like makes sense. Like, how do you put stuff from Yakuza with stuff from Sonic and some of these other games, and come up with something that actually makes sense? Unless you're going to do something that's like, I guess, close to like a Kingdom Hearts kind of thing, where you have multiple game worlds or maybe you do something like that but like i don't know i I think that's a really really weird way to say it i think that's probably the first thing they should address is the definition of what this it means or does it mean that you guys are coming up with something that's innovative that we haven't seen before that would you know require a bigger term than just a video game um it's really big and it doesn't really say a lot then i kind of like i don't know 
well, I think they got their desired reaction with people talking about it, but yeah, you gotta kind of follow it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what what is that? Yeah, I think what I think the super- vagueness of it is very on purpose because I don't think yeah. like they're technically not really announcing it, right? They're just they're announcing the partnership to say that this is what we're utilizing to build said game. So I think once whenever they're ready to actually show the game off, because I think they said somewhere in this uh, in their original press release that the game is at least like, maybe five years out. So, yeah, I I really think this boils down to like a metaverse thing. I, I really, really do. And then you know, we'll get into that metaverse thing again in, in a second. But Manny, uh, you know, I want to get your take before we move on. Yeah, I mean, you can't just put global and online and community in the same sentence without, you know, having to think about them trying to take their own like metaverse into hand especially partnering with microsoft and using the azure cloud feature so it's like you know face it's it's like all timing facebook announces their thing and then it's like this partnership happens and this it's too like it's too close in hand that you know you, that i can't i think of the right word but it's too now nah, it's gonna get yeah coincidental there we go mm-hmm. thank you appreciate uh-huh. that gotcha. but i feel like it's too coincidental that you have these two things pretty much announced pretty much at the same time and it's like i i can't wait to see what they do i mean if it's like one thing that kind of worries me is like if you base it off like ip utilization and like basically use like your old ips with this like like are you talking about like we're gonna be running like sonic in the sonic worlds and like or or are we talking about like making a new brand new IP? And I just kind of want to figure out what they kind of mean by IP utilization. But other than that, if they're like coming out here partying with Microsoft to bake out like a banging meta universe, metaverse, whatever, then like that would be definitely super exciting, especially since like Sega really hasn't done anything really except for like the Yakuza series recently. And, you know, we even heard like a lot of rumors about Sega either going out, being bought out by other companies, and then they just come out with this news, and it's like, okay, Sega, I see you making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, we, the rumor was that Microsoft was going to buy them, right? So it's it's kind of ironic that instead of a, 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 you know, a purchase outright, they're partnering with them on something that, that seems to be what they're staking the future of their company on. Um Obviously, this this seems to be a thing that a lot of people might be staking the future of their companies on. Uh, so, with that being said, you know we'll, we'll dive into the next thing here, which is which is the metaverse as a whole. Um, start off with Facebook, and you might be wondering what the hell does Facebook have to do with gaming? We'll get there. Uh, so they they're making a big bet that in the next ten years, um, the metaverse will be the future of how we interact on the internet, right? So instead of it being that we're all on social media like we are now, or you know, focusing on websites like like we are now and, and primarily kind of how the internet started. They're making a big bet that we'll all be living in basically Ready Player One, where, you know, you hop online, um, you put on your VR headset or like AR glasses or something like that. And you're just in this like big interconnected world where, you know, your avatar can be Sonic, your avatar could be Master Chief if you wanted it to be, or, you know, whatever it is that you want to be. And 
all these games and things that we play will be different corners or aspects of the metaverse where like Halo will have its own world and that's where you go and you play, you know, you, you'll be out here playing uh, fucking Arena Slayer or something like that in the metaverse. Like, it's just, it's very, very granular and it's kind of like hard to wrap your head around in a way because, again, this is a thing that could potentially be 10 years out. Um it's interesting that Facebook, again, staking their the future of their company on it because they've changed the name of their parent company to Meta. And now Facebook itself will just be a product under the Meta umbrella. So again, you're thinking about Meta or formerly known as Facebook and you know where they can really establish their role in the metaverse and then where the metaverse comes into gaming. And it points you directly to Oculus. Oculus is their VR arm, for those of you who didn't know. Um, yeah. Facebook or Meta now owns Oculus. And we know that the Oculus uh, Quest has actually been a very successful product for Facebook. So the idea that they're they're taking this thing that exists already with VR and uh, I guess looking into how they can expand it further with uh, augmented reality as well as, you know, furthering more games and whatnot. Actually, with that within that conversation... One of the things that they announced within their big meta announcement was the fact that you're going to be able to play GTA San Andreas in VR, which is kind of fucking crazy. Um, but again, think of that as like its own world in the metaverse, right? Like, let's let's actually stop and talk about that for a second. Because... I would never leave that word. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the actual fuck? That's like crazy. No, no, no. I am there every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting scary, bro. <laughs> not, not scary to battle. No, on some real shit, bro. If they had a GTA shit that I put, come on, son. I'm in there every day doing the dumbest, most wildest shit that I know I'm gonna get in trouble for. <laughs> no. We about to be in the, we about to be in yeah. grocery like, Yo, what's up, Chris? <laughs> How you doing, bro? Just Yo, I really, points. I really do think that's like a big deal, though. Like the. They would have to, you can't do this in VR. That don't work. That doesn't work. So. I 10 years, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, yep. but this this game is coming out, like, soon, apparently. Right? Oh, they're, well, they're, yeah. Like, they're, they're saying that they're making this game particularly for Oculus Quest 2. Um, I mean, I have a Quest 2. Like, I'm going to be buying that shit. Uh, actually, speaking of which, I need to buy Resident Evil 4. Just reminded me, because that came out on uh, the Quest 2 as well. I don't know if, I don't know if I can handle that. I don't know, like horror stuff in VR is uh, is, is tough for me. That's really tough for me. I love playing horror games, but VR that's a, that's a different story. But I might try it. I have to try it. Resident Evil Four is a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Grand Theft Auto in VR, like what? You you have to come correct with that because the thing about VR is the moment like you have janky graphics or like janky things happening it takes you out of the experience with the exception of something like minecraft that works because minecraft is what it is like it's purposefully blocky it's not trying to look realistic in any meaningful way so i'm wondering why don't they just make gta 6 in vr like wouldn't that have made more i mean i I don't know unless they really are going for it and actually going to revamp san andreas more than what we've seen with this remaster that's coming out Maybe I mean, it's a test run. Maybe you you say maybe we should try it with GTA Six, but you know they want to try it with something that's already came out. GTA Six ain't coming out anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> They're the next ten years. 
got to within the next ten. Well, no way it doesn't. The metaverse gonna come up for that. <laughs> you know what though? That I mean, you kind of making a good point though, because if okay, if this is like a test situation, and they're they're making like this is Rockstar's opportunity to get familiar with VR, get familiar with these technologies. Um, so now you're, you're making the San Andreas game. So now when GTA Six comes out, if you decide to make a VR version of it, you're ready to go. You're already familiar with certain technologies. I, you know what? I could see this being like a a test bed thing. Pilot, like, man. Yeah, yeah. Pilot. <laughs> Good point. Good point. That's Jimmy. wild, though, bro. I'm telling you that right now. Y'all could charge a hundred dollars for that game if it's on a headset, and I could realistically walk up to somebody and. Just my car, and then get in the whip, and I'm like, "What, yo, dog? Who would not play that? I know old people that's playing that. Like, stop playing, bro. Oh, yes, absolutely. What? Absolutely. That is. Oh my god. I think for as much as people make jokes about like VR, and like I've seen a lot of jokes about this whole metaverse thing, I think largely more because it's Facebook is the one who's talking about it, and not nobody likes Facebook right now, but. Really, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense that this like is where we're heading. Like for as problematic as some of these things could be, but you think about how gaming's been set up so far and how they've used like different pieces of technology to make the experience more immersive. Right? We have like like the, the Adobe Atmos stuff, right? Like we've been playing, you know, with our Adobe Atmos headsets to play certain games and like getting the the spatial audio stuff to feel like you're more immersed in a game. Now imagine like translating that into VR. And like subsequently this metaverse thing where you're walking around and like it really sounds like someone's behind you and you turn around literally and some like something's happening behind you, right? Like that level of immersion on all these little pieces of technology coming together. It's gonna be crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, we already got VR chat too, and it's like you know, VR chat is one step, but now we're talking about like a whole universe that people like essentially be living in you know like nowadays you know the gaming is big we've seen a lot of streamers pop off because of, of like covid and like people really realizing like gaming can really bring like all of us together mm-hmm. and then i had this whole metaverse feature and next thing you know it's like you know it's just everybody living in this virtual universe being themselves because sometimes it's just hard to be yourselves in real life you know so it's hard to stay gooping all the time you know so like it's just like a really good opportunity for those people to really like branch out and like just basically live life how they want in the meta universe it's just gonna be weird how like things are gonna work because like you know, it's gonna be taken seriously to a point people are gonna be starting own businesses and it and everything like. Oh that. no doubt, yeah. That was that was <laughs> literally like, a yeah. big part of that presentation was like, like Mark Zuckerberg was like, you know, like we have to get ready now, like we have to start getting ready to build ecosystems for people, like 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 whole economies are going to be built out of that it's world. Be crazy because yeah. like. Like that itself, and I'm sure cryptocurrency is gonna take a huge like pardon in the future too, because you can't really take like your real dollars into a virtual universe. I mean, well, you can because there's microtransactions in real life. So, but like, you know, like that's just gonna you know take a big play in like cryptocurrency as well, and just like a lot of things will change. And like, if this thing really does pop off in the mainstream and become like a Ready Player One type of thing, where everybody's basically glued to their own thing. That would be weird because, like, you know, when 
gonna be weird. I don't think it's gonna be good for our, our society. It, it's it already is, fucked no, up. But <laughs> be cool to our yeah. things. It's like, yo, who's gonna do grocery shopping? Yeah, remember I, Wally? I'm making Wally. Yeah. Nah, I'm telling you, remember the, the ship full of people and how they got all crazy. That's that's yeah. that's gonna be us if we get that shit. I'm that's why I said well, it's like, we won't we won't all be fat though because we'll be we'll be moving around playing basketball yeah, and all that true. stuff. So. Yeah. It's crazy because I've been seeing like you know a lot not a lot of ads but like there'll be sometimes where I see ads for like this like little like VR setup where you like it would be like a little treadmill pad and you just walking mm-hmm. around pretty everything mm-hmm. like that so that's stuff like that is already happening that's now like literally right out of ready player one too that's like the craziest part to me so it's we're getting there as an aspect of like technology so it's just a matter of time before like that becomes accessible to everybody because not only like these like companies are testing it out now but once they perfect it i mean there's you know there are a lot of people who are just gonna or manufacturers just gonna do it themselves and try to like uh, fight out the competition, do it for cheaper pricing. It may not, it may be low quality, but like the fact that it will soon be accessible to pretty much everybody is going to be crazy yeah. because, like, once we get to that point where everybody has access to these things and be able to like go on the like internet, just be able to like chill in this metaverse. Like, I can't imagine how like how crazy it's going to be. You know, we're all going to be chilling, going to concerts and everything like that in the metaverse. Probably uh, even like, uh, even like, I'm sure it'll probably be like a little metaverse thing where he's just like in the VR and chilling in the basketball game. I think there's already like a VR experience now with it. Like, I wouldn't yep. be surprised yep. if like that's on the future too. Just like, oh, you want to watch this in the metaverse experience? You got to pay with the 10 cryptocurrency. You know? <laughs> uh, 10 Bitcoin. Excited. Bro, you know how expensive 10 Bitcoin is? Oh my god. I <laughs> one Bitcoin is like what? Like three hundred thousand dollars or something like that. It's Bitcoin's worth Bitcoin a lot. Bitcoin is like sixty thousand right now. I'm just like Yeah. Imagine Sheba's like the, the currency. Oh, I'll be rich. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy. But you, you bring up a good point about like the live venue stuff because I think that's that's a big deal. The thing that I find the most interesting is like so basketball, right? That's one thing that we talked about. And I don't know if you guys saw like any of the clips from the, the presentation, but they were talking about how this isn't just going to be like a VR thing, right? Like they're supplementing it with augmented reality. So AR, so like glasses that you would see the real world, but then see like digital things layered on top of the real world. They also talked about supplementing it with uh, holograms. And there was a couple points in time where they showed like multiplayer gaming so they one aspect was like playing ping pong with somebody in like real time and seeing the hologram of their ping pong ball flying at you and then them like doing certain movements. First off, you know for sure that's 10 years out because fucking latency around here is garbage. Garbage. Latency. I can't be making shots. <laughs> oh man. But yo, we're not even going, well, we're probably still going to want 2K, but like, we'll actually be able to play like basketball. Like they, they were showing it, right? Like using holograms, playing basketball, an actual pickup game with like, so, let's say we're here in, in uh, Connecticut and like we'd be playing with somebody in China, like all the way across, you know, the world to actually be able to, to play. And it's not just like we're using a controller or anything like that. We're actually using our hands and, and feet and moving around and doing all those different things. And being able to to have that experience, like that's like a, a gaming experience, 
like IRL, but not really IRL. Uh, very weird. Like crazy kind of simulation in a sense. Very, like, very weird. No, but the thing that always kind of like trips me up though is like how would streaming and all that stuff truly like work in that kind of capacity? Because I'm thinking about it, like usually, like now, most of the people, you know, they set up a little camera, they do the thing how they do it now. But if that's a thing in the future, like how do they even make that work? I mean, I know they're gonna figure it out, but I can't wrap my head around how they do it. Though it's very interesting to think about streaming. I mean, people gaming. people stream themselves like playing VR games now with people, the helmet on or whatever. Yeah, or pe- people thing. stream themselves playing Beat Saber That's in particular, so and it's just like the camera is like showing them moving in, yeah. like, like showing them in the real world, and then you obviously see like their gameplay from Beat Saber. So I would imagine that some of it might look like that. Like streaming would probably might evolve to a place where it becomes more like spectator sport where like you're spectating somebody playing the game, but you don't necessarily need to see like their face or like they don't need a camera per se. It would just be like you spectating in their like metaverse world. Uh, I feel like that possibilities are endless so like this is a lot of this is really speculation and obviously some of the stuff that facebook showed is like very (laughs) very proof of concept but holy fuck like the fact that this is even a thing that a multi-billion dollar company is betting on right now means Mm -hmm. like they will be working to make it happen and this this metaverse thing is a conversation that's been flying around for for a little while right like but this is our first visualization of it by a like again multi-billion dollar company that is meta aka facebook um you know with that being said though microsoft did have something to say about this and uh i'll actually read you a quote they were talking to um satya nadella who's the ceo of of microsoft and the first thing is they're announcing like microsoft teams metaverse which is weird but to tie it again back to gaming um, so Satya Nadella said they're absolutely focused on gaming for the metaverse with Xbox. He said, quote, you can absolutely expect us to do things in gaming. If you take Halo as a game, it's a metaverse. Minecraft is a metaverse. And so is Flight, Flight Simulator. In a sense, they're 2D today. And the question is, can you take that to a full 3D world? And we absolutely plan to do that. That's like huge. That's a huge quote. Um, Halo in 3D, guys. <laughs> like, bro, we about to be running around with Chief. Yo, you going to work? You come home from work, and you going straight to your helmet, bro. Like fat, like dog. Like there's no. You might eat something. You might eat something, but then you put the helmet straight on, and you just. Chris, here's the scarier part. <laughs> <laughs> but but like for real, here's the scarier part. You don't come home. You're already home. Like, you work yeah, in the metaverse. In, yeah, you might work, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you work in the metaverse, 5 o'clock hits, you, you now just switch over Damn, to another world. Damn. Don't you think that would make the real world and, like, the actual real world really dark and, like, dreary and just nobody would Dystopian? care to put any, like... Yeah. Because yeah. nobody would really care to put you know, any true effort in advertising and stuff anymore on outside. So, so colorful stuff and all that would, like... I don't fully believe that though, because if and I guess this is this is if you assume that the vision that they outlined, stuff, I guess, too. well, uh, more specifically, yeah. and, and I, I really encourage like if anybody's like even remotely interested in this, I definitely encourage you to watch like 
Facebook's full presentation. Because even though I don't necessarily want them to be the face of this thing, I do think that the vision that they outlined is probably very accurate to what might happen. It just probably won't be them, you know, fully doing it. It'll probably be Microsoft or Apple or like, well, they'll, I, I think this is one of those things where just like the internet as a whole right now, it's like the internet exists as it is, right? And all these different companies do things on top of the internet. So I don't think that there'll be one company controlling the metaverse, right? It won't be Facebook controlling the metaverse. It won't be Microsoft. It won't be Apple, but they will all partner together to make this what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, the metaverse extends beyond just like VR, right? Like we talked about AR, augmented reality. They showed off an, a situation where um, this girl was like out and about and she saw a, like a piece of street art and the street art actually had like a, a code, like a QR code embedded in it so that if you like scan it or you're looking at it with AR glasses, it becomes 3D in the real world. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if it would get that like get bad enough to like the dystopian ready player one type of society where it's like, okay, all we're doing is being in our, our headsets. And I think that companies like, like meta and Microsoft and so on and so forth may be aware of this. Maybe not. Who knows? But I think that you'll see more like in like real world experiences, like augmented reality stuff where like people will still have to care about the real world because you know, like this metaverse concept will enhance the real world. It won't only be you on this headset 24 seven. See the only argument I have against that, because I agree with most of what you're saying is that all the things we're talking about now are all the positive good sides of the metaverse stuff. There is a big dark side that can also. Oh, there will be. There's no doubt. (laughs) There's no doubt. Will be a ton of negativity. Dark side. That's going to get attached to this. And I think that's the stuff that's going to really, truly be addicting to a lot of different people. That's going to make them be on some, I'm coming home, put my shit straight on type shit. Oh, absolutely. Because but those people were predisposed to doing that type of stuff anyways. <sighs> okay. So, so let me, let me push back on you. Right. So gaming, where this is, this is where we're at. Right. Um, if you're, if you're predisposed to be like a hermit, you don't want to go out. You don't want to talk to people necessarily. And like you're comfortable in this 3D world of play- let's say World of Warcraft, right? People have lost their entire lives to playing World of Warcraft. They've just done nothing but sit home and play World of Warcraft. At some level, those people are that's like an addiction. People are predisposed to that type of stuff. This metaverse concept isn't necessarily going to like force like it'll be another avenue for them to be stuck at home doing this type of thing in a VR standpoint. But again, if you have all these other things supplementing it, like you have augmented reality stuff, you have like your phone being used as a screen in a sense uh, you know also the idea of like we talked about going outside going on an actual court and dealing with like holograms so you don't need to put any there's no like screen like these things look like they're right in front of you so you're interacting with people in that way it's another way to get people connected and i absolutely agree with you that there's a downside to it i just don't i think that the people who would be predisposed to like getting addicted to these types of things and only using a VR headset and never going outside and all that stuff. That's going to happen anyways, I think. So I think when you add in the fact that augmented reality exists and there are reasons for people to go outside and interact and create, um, I think that part is a good thing because it can't all be VR. It can't all be inside. Like it just, that's not sustainable. 
I only, I guess, think from, I guess, how do I put this? I guess financially is the biggest draw I see from it, right? Because mm-hmm. I kind of see if this metaverse really pops off the way it is, I see all the positive stuff we're mentioning now definitely being a thing, but then I could very much see not only you have folks who are predisposed to it, like you're saying, but then other folks who kind of like get wrapped into it because the thing that we're not really like, I think touching on also with this thing, like it's huge, but this is like not even just a game changer. This is literally a life changer. I was like, this is like, this is crazy for some folks. So I think even the folks who aren't predisposed to it, them even being able to experience a different walk of life for a second just out of their own shoes mm-hmm. so like for example the, the people who they wake up every day and they go through life and they never feel like they're in control of anything right mm-hmm. but like they're not necessarily like a hermit or anything like that they kind of maybe want to be more social but they struggle with those things and they they get into the metaverse and not only is it already a little you know, addicting by default because you get to free yourself, but then you start having some of these companies get in there, establish their businesses, and then start preying on folks oh, and advertising sure. and blah, 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 blah. I just, oh man, it's good. it could be so wonderful, but so, to- you want to talk about toxicity no. on the internet? Literally everything you just outlined though, like you know? ev- literally every word you just spoke. L- let's take the metaverse thing out of it and then let's pop in Facebook. Let's pop in Twitter. Let's pop in Instagram. All those same I, I, things I, I apply. You, but not on this scale, though. Like, this to me is like, I don't consider any of those things you mentioned life changers. Like, they're big, but I think this shit, if done right, is a, like, it's, it, it literally is something that somebody would develop into a lifestyle. Okay, so let me. It, you know what I mean? Like, it's like. Hmm. Let me put it, let me put it like this, then. Um, okay. Social media came. Right. And again, I, I outline this all the time. Like, I think that the Internet has has. Well, I guess it's only really taken to. Um, to like massive changes, in, in my opinion, and like, I'm sure people will debate this all day. So the, the inception of the Internet um, and like the dot com bubble where you got like the Googles and the ebays of the world and so on and so forth right the yahoos of the world like the the initial inception of the internet and then you have social media coming coming around and i think that that's like the second coming of the internet that's internet 2.0 in my opinion so that's that's what i'm going to refer to as from now on social media came it's it's here we're in it now it didn't feel like a massive lifestyle change but it is when you think about it right people interacting on the internet way more than they ever have um information being like more readily available and shared than it ever has before. It completely changes how we like do things in the world, right? Like from social justice stuff, like the fact that we can share literally every single thought that's ever happening, like in real time and like showing off videos of God knows whatever the hell it is that's happening. That's like a huge lifestyle shift. And we don't think about it that way because we're already in it, but that's exactly what happened. This whole metaverse thing, I think, is just going to be another another iteration of it. And it'll happen, and it'll come. And I don't think that we'll think it's as dramatic of a change as we think about right now when it actually happens. Because it'll be so gradual that next thing you know, we're in it. Again, the augmented reality thing. Like, I think that's a really big part that I don't think people are talking about enough. The fact that we can overlay and enhance the world around us just 
by means of putting on some glasses and like still we're not completely taken out of oh okay well, like well you know i i'm not i can't see anything like i'm just a cyborg at this point strapped to my chair like you know it's mm-hmm. i think that's like a, the stop gap that doesn't make it as um as dramatic of a change as i think maybe you might be outlining i just feel like when you look at these three phases they're all very different and huge lifestyle changes but we didn't feel that going from one to two as much as it as I think you're articulating that we would feel it from two to three. And I don't think two to three is going to be that bad. Like, I don't think it's going to be as aggressive. I think they're going to be problems just like there are problems now with social media. There's a lot of like mental health issues that people have around social yeah. media and all that stuff. I think that same problem will come about in this like metaverse world, this internet 3.0, but I just think it's not going to be that much different. I guess it's the intimacy and please, viewers, don't think I say intimacy in the sense of like intimacy. <laughs> more, more in the sense of like, how do I put this? Like, say for example, right? You're a, you're a musician, maybe, right? You're a musician, and you be on the road, you do your thing or whatever, and then you're always away from your family, and that's always a big thing for a lot of more, even like athletes, they're away from their family half the year, and it sucks, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have a situation where you literally could put on your glasses or put on the headset or whatever, and you could kind of like mitigate a lot of the bullshit that kind of comes with that. And that's where I kind of, kind of, I feel like it's, it, it, you're not wrong in what you're saying. I just, I guess I take it as such a huge leap forward in how we would actually go about life and doing things that it, it's, it's almost hard for me to compare the two. Like I, it's I because you said from Internet 1.0 to Internet 2.0, this to me almost feels like not even a 3.0. This feels like a, you know, when uh, Apple decided to stop going by the numbers and they were like iPhone X. This is what this shit feels like to me. It feels <laughs> big. <laughs> you know, like, no, I don't like, disagree. Well, I don't disagree. You know, so I, I could be completely off on that. But, man, I think that intimacy factor is such a huge thing. You know, we're talking about people being able to be in, in delivery rooms that they couldn't be in when children are being born we're talking about you know people who are away on on uh, fighting wars overseas and all those kind of things and you're able to bring people closer together that stuff i don't care nobody says that's way more addicting than <laughs> fucking logging on the social media and some other you know what i mean like it's so much more of a i, I, I agree with you that it's more it's it's more right it's more i mm-hmm. definitely agree with you my so my i guess my um argument or my pushback was more around like that the type of change that it is it's like okay i think it's like almost like an exponential difference right so from like all those things that you just mentioned right so being in a delivery room when you've never been in a delivery room before right okay so i get it you could like essentially be there in 3d or a hologram or whatever it is that we want to articulate it to be let's look at it from the aspect of beforehand it was like you couldn't be in a delivery room like as far right now people can live stream to be in a delivery room right yeah that didn't exist before um people could take a like picture or something like that and to be in a delivery room that didn't exist before you get what i mean like it's not all going to happen at once and i think that the idea of like a hologram thing it sounds insane because it's not something that we've been like really introduced to yet it hasn't actually happened yet I think that over this 10 year period, there'll be little nuggets like, okay, now we have holograms. Okay. Now we have AR. Like it'll be 
gradual nuggets that won't feel like such a dramatic change. Like this, this web 2, 2.0 or internet 2.0 phase we're in now with social media and whatnot, it started with us just all taking pictures of things that we would typically have to wait to see like each other to show in like a photo album or something like that. Right. So it feels like we're more connected than we've ever been. So now that next aspect is um, more where we're at now, where everybody's live streaming everything. So it's like you're live streaming these major events in your life. Like, like um, uh, I think like when I, when I got married, like uh, I think they, some people live stream portions of our, our wedding for our family back home in St. Lucia. Right. Like that's, that's an experience that wouldn't have happened before. Um, I think th- like it's going to be that gradual that it'll feel more like that in the moment than us right now looking at this vision of the future and being like, yo, that's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? No, I hear you. I, hear you. I definitely hear you. It's just, it's damn. We're talking about, all right, so we're going to be in our 40s. Oh, no, Goop, you're probably so many in your 30s when this shit pop up. But we're going to be in our 40s when this happens. And it's just like, I don't know, I guess I'm just having trouble wrapping my brain fully around that because it's such a technological advancement. This is bigger than any cell phone advancement I think we've had. This is bigger than, this is on the same level as like if we got a flying car. Like dead ass. That's how I look at it. Like yeah. I'm literally like, oh shit, we we, we here? <laughs> We're here? <laughs> I remember when VR was first announced. It's like VR versus now. It's like, oh my God, we got, you're telling me I could just put on a set and just like being a video game. Now we're talking about living life <laughs> with a headset or like just like pretty much a, everything. So like it's just just the idea of just like living in the metaverse is just intriguing. And I'm using my vocabulary, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's just crazy to just like think about that. This is gonna happen one day. No matter no matter if we like it or not, technology just keeps advancing every year and. This is bound to happen. This was bound to happen since, you know, like the phones first came out. And like you're saying, like how you could just like basically video call each other from across the world and everything like that. All you need is an internet connection. Back then, you know, people when like the computers and stuff like that first came out, you know, they had to like talk to each other with mailing and everything like that. Next you know, you can email each other. Now you text each other and voice calls. So, you know, just the way technology just keeps advancing is just amazes me because you know, just seeing this metaverse is just like the big next step and we're living in it and we're going to get to experience it one day. And it's just, if only 10 years could come now to see actually to happen. <laughs> I, do you even need a cell phone at that point? Like, do you? Yeah. It's like, you just, really? I'm sure that, maybe it's a I'm lot. sure like the AR headsets or, you know, yeah, like, you know, I'm yeah. sure you don't need cell phones. Or, uh, like, beep, 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 beep. communicator. <laughs> Ain't it like an Elon Musk? Wasn't Elon Musk trying to do like an implant, a chip in your head where you could just like, you know, do stuff? like? Yeah, so that's that's actually is... another aspect that we didn't even get into is like, they're talking about, so they're, they're probably, Facebook didn't outline it as a chip, but they outlined something that you could put on your wrist that would like, I, I, I don't know enough to, to explain it well, but like, it'll, it'll detect like muscle movements and like basically read your mind so that all you have to do is think a thing and it will happen in the metaverse, like in the VR world, I don't even like that. <laughs> nah, that, that, that dark that, side. That, 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 I was like, I don't want that to happen in the metaverse. 
I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. It's hard enough for us to control our thoughts already. He took it. That was yo. That was my first thought, bro. I was like, what? Wrong thing. It's over. Yeah, like intrusive thoughts in the metaverse where you have a thing that does things that you think. Like I don't. I don't know how you deal with that. Like I might not have to log on, bro. I don't know if I can. I don't want to see that. I'm. I'm telling you though. Like if you guys are even remotely interested in this, I really, really, really recommend you watch. Like it's like an hour and some change. Every single portion of it, in my opinion, is fascinating because every aspect that they lay out of like what this could do in the future and like, again, for what it means for gaming and like, imagine you were like literally putting on a VR headset. You don't have to like, you don't have a control in your hand. You're just, there's something around your wrist and you think about doing a certain movement or doing a particular thing and like you do it in the game. Like imagine playing two, you know how much we talk about 2K? And, like, it's not that bad this year, but, like, animations and things that happen, and it's, like, or, or like, the biggest thing, the passing. biggest issue, the bi- oh, my God, the biggest issue I have in 2K is passing. I'm a point guard. I oh. Icon passing is terrible. I can't tell you how many times Manny, Manny's the center, and he'll be, like, yo, I, pe- I press right bumper A. I press right bumper A. Didn't pass it to you. That shit is so annoying. Like, imagine even just being able to get passing right just by thinking about it correctly. Uh. See, I'm thinking about it differently. I'm more thinking about you. You're playing and you're actually making a call out. Set my pick right here. You don't gotta press a button for it no more. Set my yo. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then you know what I mean? Like it's really playing ball. You know, it's not fuck the button and prince. It's literally just play ball. You know, that's crazy to think about, man. And the and the okay, like when I'm being like I'm I'm a center. You know what I'm saying? 99 standing dunk, 99, not 99, but like 90 vertical and everything like that. Hall of Fame posterizer. You're telling me when my guy is in the paint with a small dude, my guy can't just jump up and slam it on him? <laughs> like, he just goes up eh. and it's like, and I get swatted because my guy is like, does it? And he's oh. like, you know, if I could just like tell my guy what to Good, do, bro. I would be in a much better place. And if like, you could just actually take that and apply it into actual gaming. Like, I remember when like, the connect first came out and like we thought that was going to change gaming forever like i feel like this is like what the connect should have been kind of like in a way because the connect but that's what i'm talking about though is like all these little pieces of technology that we've come out with over time like you have to expect that like the the connect right the the technology that's in the connect it's evolved enough that that is a part of what this metaverse is going to be right like Mm -hmm. like my oculus quest right now it can track my hands and things that i do in physical space with my hands, right? Like some version of Microsoft's technology is built into that thing, allowing you to do that. Like, again, we talked about Dolby Atmos. That's a thing that's going to be a part of like the metaverse and like them building out the official audio stuff. Like all these pieces of technology that we've been seeing sprinkled into gaming, like bit by bit by bit, that shit is making up the metaverse and VR and AR and all that shit. And it's, it's fucking crazy. It goes beyond so much more than gaming. Like gaming is like a fifth of the pie. Like legit. It goes so beyond. That's why they're calling it a verse. It's not a universe or whatever. You're not even gonna call it just something singular because it doesn't make any sense to. This shit, if done correctly, I pro- like dog, this shit is humongous. We're talking about, you know, the president does a, 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 a an announcement and everybody wants to log in to see it and you see it in like real time they're just going to charge you for it you know you don't got to worry about being able to get a ticket to the game no more bro 
because they're just going to charge you straight out of your account and you're right there. Yep. You probably got a better seat than the dude that paid five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Like, that's crazy, dog. Like, one thing I've been thinking know. about is just like, you know, with the technology advancing, it's like, I wonder how it's going to be like, for example, if we're just like in this metaverse and it's like, you want to play quick pickup game or whatever. And, you know, it's weird when you're just like, you know, playing virtual basketball and you really like don't feel anything. It's just like, I wonder how, like in the future, how technology, when it advances, like you'd be able to feel things like not to an extent where it's like, not to an extent where it's going to like hurt, but just like, you know what happened. Like, for example, if like they have like the Halo metaverse and you're playing like Slayer with your boys or whatever, and you get like shot, you know, say like you feel it instead of just like, you die randomly. It's like, what's happening? You know, right? Like you have. Like, like, I wonder. Well, they have they have things in for VR now where like you put on like a, a vest, a vest, and mm-hmm. you can get like vibrations if you're hit in particular spots. But mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, that's obviously not. I don't. I don't think ten years from now that's how it's going to be, right? So how do you account for that, like, without having extra piece, an extra piece of equipment? Like, how, what, mm-hmm. what's going to provide that like vibration? And I, I would have to assume that. Cause that's the thing I was thinking about when we were talking about like the, the more like real world basketball thing where you're actually going to a court and you see people in holograms, like in real life, like being mm-hmm. at a physical court and seeing holograms of a basketball and so on and so forth. Like, like who like, okay. So here's like my thought, right? So who's, who's using the real basketball is the real <laughs> basketball like in China or is it here? And if it's here, or sorry if it's in china and i'm playing here can i feel the basketball you know what i mean like it's in my hand Mm -hmm. and it's it's doing the things that i want it to do but can i feel like can i get a grip for it how does that affect my shot like Mm -hmm. hey i'm I'm gonna keep it a whole two virgils with you when it comes to this feel shit until they do some shit (laughs) until they until they do some shit where like they're fucking implanting in your neurons or whatever fam I just don't see them ever getting that shit perfectly good. Because, like, they legit would have to, like, give you some shit that, like, taps into your fucking system mm-hmm. for you to be able to feel, feel. You know what I mean? Like, how... Unless haptics get so good in the next 10 years, which maybe, I mean... Who knows? Good, but to, to, to emulate everything you're talking about, that is a tall, tall, tall task, man. Like... Yeah. That's Jesus. that's gonna be yeah, scary, yo. That is wow. I think more They're specifically, going... sorry, man, that's extra. But more specifically, my question is like, it is it like is there something that you could do with the actual hologram, like the actual hologram itself, where like there's matter being taken up by it? And at that point, now we're getting into like, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. This is gonna get like really granular, but like now we're getting into like the like. Like, what does it mean to exist and, like, be real? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so if if a basketball, if, if you're holding a basketball in your hands and it's it's really a hologram, yet there's, like, matter attached to it where you can feel the ball, is that ball really there or is it actually in China? No, but, yo, for real. <laughs> I really got a ball in my hands, and then like somebody's just gonna walk in, so you good? (laughs) Like, I know I got super like existential with it, and like get into some philosophy stuff, 
But like, that's really a question that I have, bro. Like when you get to that point and you don't need, you know, you don't need something attached to you necessarily anymore. Like, is this, is this ball real? This is why I said you got to be disciplined with this shit because it could you could easily <laughs> slip into some shit and then you lose it. You do you can't lose yourself in this shit because then you go crazy and that's not good. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're right. I mean, <laughs> that is not good. Uh, you yeah, know what? All I gotta, all ahead, I gotta say is is you know <clears throat> if this like haptic whatever technology like just becomes a thing in the future where it's like you actually like feel the verse you in all i gotta say is yo we're gonna see some brain dance <laughs> so what the brain dances from, from cyberpunk i've been thinking about that the entire yeah time. i know <laughs> bro, you know you know it's gonna happen bro yeah, people are gonna yeah. have a big business for that this <laughs> is the dark side i'm talking about bro cyberpunk is gonna bring that to light people gonna be like yeah you want they're not gonna shut it down either because it's gonna make too much money. Oh, this shit right here is gonna make trillions. It, it, it's ridiculous how much money they're gonna make off of this. We, this is yeah. gonna shut down all those other industries because they're all gonna evolve into this. Look, I'm Damn. gonna put it to you like this, right? Basically, basically what you, let's, let's let's call it what it is. You're talking about porn, right? That's that's basically that's what you're talking them. about, right? That's one of them. No, but but let's let's be real. Let's be super real about yeah. it. Yeah. Porn has been like one of the biggest driving forces in almost any piece of technology ever, right? Like the VH, the VHS, like like cassette tapes, basically. Castles making porn on it, like that. That's why that thing took off, right? We're talking about the internet and streaming and all that stuff. Like that took off because, largely because, like you could put porn on that shit. VR right now, VR porn is a thing, like. It largely is probably why a lot of people go out and buy VR headsets. You know, the, invent- the invention of the long press on the cell phone was a game changer for mad people, bro. Bad people, bro. The long, the long press and that download now, fam. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, Fuck let's let's game, let's bro. just be real. So you know that that's going to be a thing in the metaverse. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean, man. That's that shit that had you put on your helmet every day because that's different. <laughs> that's if they get the haptics right and they get that part right, that's different. Oh Ooh, man, that's yeah, different. yeah. We 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 took that's we took a left different. here, but I mean that's that stuff that's that's real. That's like that's what that's where we're at with this thing. Um, Ooh, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I, I think I think we're gonna leave it here because we're Metaverse, we're about to get crazy, Liddy. About to be, about to be a metaverse clubs. <laughs> no, that, that. But the thing about it is, like, yo, it'd be like, yo, my meeting the other night. Yeah, I right, bet. And then we all in the same spot, just right there, instant. No driving, no gas, no oh, nothing. Yep, like, goodness. You could drink like just in real life here. while you're in your thing, and then you don't got to worry about getting home. You could just do all this stuff. The only thing is, you might not get no real, you know, real play at the end of the night because you're in a VR thing. But. Um, you know what? Or unless, unless, unless you. I mean, to have some feedbacks, unless they master, we, unless they master the touch, you don't know. <laughs> we gotta stop it here, guys. We gotta stop it here because now we get into the crazy stuff. Because now it's like, now it's like, are you? Remember See, the episode of Black Mirror, bro? Oh my goodness, yo! They're, they're like, yo, I don't want it in real life. I want it in this game. <laughs> You heard it here first on the next EP. You heard it here first. Striking vipers every night. Oh, actually, I 
I saw um a post too. It's like when they're showing the metaverse, and it was like a side by side picture of like the second episode of Black Mirror when they had like their own little metaverse thing compared to like what we're seeing now. It's crazy. Black Mirror is actually like calling some of the things, bro. Absolutely, yeah. that's what made Black Mirror so good in the first place. It was like <laughs> you could see these things happening, like. Yeah, they're not I, over the top at all. Yeah, I remember th- there was that episode where it was like the world was taken over by these these drones, these robots, basically. And the robots look exactly like the Boston Dynamic robots that are like super autonomous and can move around. Like they look exactly like them. So yeah, no, no, Black Mirror is like ahead of its time with a lot of shit yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, before we get into any more like existential conversations about what is real what isn't real any of that type of stuff talking about porn all that we 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 took a hard left today ladies and gentlemen but you know what it was a lit convo it was a great convo you know it was a good way to to get popping on our 50th episode so thank you guys for watching um let us know what you guys think about this metaverse thing you know is you know again if 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 a hologram basketball feels like a basketball is it actually real is it there it's a hologram booty I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we're going to be having metaverse meetings, though. We're just going to be like a metaverse little conversation table. We're all just going to be chilling there in our little metaverses, you know, whoever we decide to cosplay that episode or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Manny's avatar is going to be a girl, ladies and gentlemen. That's, you know, that off the rip for sure. What do you mean, bro? That's just, that's how Manny gets down. But, uh, but yeah, Manny. Can't be doing that. Manny, take us out of here, bro. Where can the people find you? What's your um, girl you avatar? The, the Metaverse at twitch.tv slash GooMasterFlex, as well as the Gram and TikTok at Vine Twitter as well at GooMasterFlex underscore TTV. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> word, word. All right. Chris, where can the people find you? Uh, you know, I'm on everything at M-A-Y-2-5-T-H-X-X and soon to be on the Metaverse. Know what I'm saying, I'll be on there too. I don't even need no pen pal on that shit because <laughs> I, I don't need a pen pal. You know what I'm saying? Not in the metaverse. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh boy! All right, guys. You know you guys can find me at Black I Say everywhere. Oh, hold up, right there. Mm. At Black I Say, find me on uh, Twitch.tv/slash Black Ice Eight. Um, only differences on Instagram and TikTok. It's gonna be. Uh, black i say underscore gaming so definitely make sure to check me out and also make sure to check out the podcast social media stuff too we're uh at xpack pod on instagram and on tiktok it's going to be expansion pack podcast uh again ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for watching thank you so much for listening as always like and subscribe show us your support and let us know what you guys think about the metaverse for sure uh this has been a wild conversation again thank you guys check you guys out next week Peace.